On this episode, learn how to write better posts on LinkedIn that get more engagement. Are you ready to learn the specific growth marketing tactics that will help you generate more traffic, leads, and sales? That's what the Growth Marketer Podcast is all about. In 20 minutes or less, you'll stay informed on what's trending and how to leverage it today with actionable marketing insights that help you stay ahead of the curve in a constantly changing digital landscape. So, whether you're starting a business, scaling a business, or helping your clients get better results, it's time to sit back, relax, and become the smartest marketer in the room. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Growth Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise. And on this one, we're talking about LinkedIn and how to get more engagement from the content you post on LinkedIn. Why is this important? Well, there's over 690 million LinkedIn users in more than 200 countries worldwide. So this is the place to be for B2B or business-focused content. And if you're not already on LinkedIn, well, you probably are. But if you're not, go ahead and get on LinkedIn. It's a great place to get organic distribution of your content. Now, you know, a lot of the stuff I talk about, not only here on this podcast, but on the blog and on my other podcast called Growth Marketing Toolbox, revolves around paid advertising and how you can leverage Facebook ads and Google ads to get more distribution of your content and how to get more leads and sales. But you know, what's also important is getting organic distribution. And that means not having to pay to promote your blog posts or your articles or whatever it is that you're trying to promote. And right now, I think the best opportunity for this type of free organic distribution is on LinkedIn. I've been testing out LinkedIn for a while now, and I've been comparing that to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And really for the content that I've been posting, business-focused content related to marketing, the best engagement has come almost every time from LinkedIn. So this is where it's at. And so I hope you're excited to learn about these tips because I'm excited to share them with you. Now, before we get into this, I want to share something that's really important, that's relevant to this topic, and it's the LinkedIn algorithm. As you probably know, every social platform has some type of algorithm, and even Google has an algorithm that determines what shows up in your search results. Well, LinkedIn's algorithm is, just like all the others, it's sort of this black box that nobody knows 100% exactly how it operates. However, there are a lot of LinkedIn consultants and marketers and experts out there that are trying to figure it out, and they put a lot of research into this. And so I just wanted to point out a few things that have been observed over the years for how the LinkedIn algorithm may work. The recurring theme is that content that you post on LinkedIn is ranked and displayed based on your account's reputation, how users have engaged with your content before, and also what everyone else is posting. Because remember, you're competing with all the other content that's out there because LinkedIn can only show so much content to every user at a given time. Another thing that I've noticed from just posting on LinkedIn quite a bit and also reading up on the LinkedIn algorithm is that it definitely rewards native content. Now, what do we mean by native content? Well, native content is basically content that keeps people on the platform. So in this case, it's content that keeps people on LinkedIn. It doesn't send them off to your blog or to YouTube or to Twitter, right? And so LinkedIn wants to keep people on platform. Pretty much all social platforms 
want to keep you on their site. They don't want you leaving because that's not really going to help the purposes that they have, which is to get you to look at more ads and consume more content and get those numbers up. So native content is really important. So what I'm talking about here is you don't want to just be the the person who posts a link to your blog or posts your YouTube video and then you just leave, right? What do we call that? We call that posting and ghosting. You post something and you leave. You don't want to do that. So what I'm going to be sharing with you today is really how you can engage with people on platform. But to do that, you have to actually have something meaningful to say, and you have to engage with the people that do comment or follow up with your post. The other thing I wanted to share about the LinkedIn algorithm is that when you post, the time of day is actually really important. However, you don't want to post at exactly the same time every day. You want there to be sort of this natural cadence with your posts. And I wouldn't recommend posting more than once a day. I don't think, you know, you need to treat it like Twitter where you, where you could post several times a day. But you don't want to be robotic to the point where you're posting at the same exact time every day. But why it matters is that as we're going to see, the algorithm actually looks at the content in that first hour. So let's say you post something, it's going to look at it in that very first hour. And a lot of consultants refer to this as the golden hour, and it's going to see how much engagement it gets. And based on that first hour or so, it's going to decide if your content should get more or less distribution in the LinkedIn feed. So that's why when you post actually matters. So you want to figure out when are the people who are in your network most likely to be engaging on LinkedIn. So for instance, I wouldn't recommend posting in the middle of the night. Now there's one other thing I want to share about the LinkedIn algorithm before we jump into my specific recommendations for how you can get more distribution on LinkedIn. And this is actually a quote from Andy Foote. He's a LinkedIn consultant at LinkedInsights.com. This is what Andy says about how the LinkedIn algorithm works. He says, quote, it assigns a quality score to your content before anyone sees it by judging the text, anything attached to the post, and tries to predict how well it'll be received by your intended audience. This includes new connections, connections, followers, mutual hashtag followers, and group members. It then pushes your post to a small sample of your audience, mainly connections, followers, and fellow group members, and waits to see if they engage. Then depending on that first test or how it goes, it'll then decide whether to push it out to more people and continue testing or to stop showing it in the feed. Again, that's a quote from Andy Foote, a LinkedIn consultant, and I think it does he does a really good job of summarizing how the LinkedIn algorithm works. Now, enough about the algorithm, though, because uh, there's a lot more I could say about that, but it is a bit of a dry subject. So I think what would be much more helpful for the few minutes we have left on this podcast is to share some specific tips that have worked for me and that I know work for a lot of other folks who are getting a lot of organic reach and engagement by posting on LinkedIn. The last thing I'm going to say before I get to the tips, though, is that everything I'm going to be sharing relates to posts on LinkedIn, not articles. And this is an important distinction because LinkedIn has posts and then they have articles. Posts are the shorter 1300 character or less updates, as LinkedIn likes to call them. And so this is really where the engagement is at right now. So if you are using articles on LinkedIn, 
go ahead. You can continue with that. I'm not saying it's it's all or nothing with posts or articles, but from my personal experience and from everything I've read online, most of the engagement on LinkedIn is happening with posts. These are the shorter 1300 characters or less updates. So with that in mind, let's get into some recommendations for how you can get more engagement on your LinkedIn post. Number one is you want to post from a personal profile. Okay, this is something that's really important because LinkedIn is all about the connections and it's all about leveraging your network. So it just makes sense that you need to use your actual profile and hopefully your profile is optimized. And we're not going to get into profile optimization. That could be a whole nother podcast that I could certainly do at a later time. But of course, you want to have a nice headshot, a title, uh, you want to have your proper name listed out, and you should be at like a professional status where your profile is very well built out and there's no gaps on that profile. So that's that's sort of the bare minimum is start by writing your post from a personal profile rather than from a company page. Next up, you want to make sure that whatever you're sharing has a compelling hook in the very first sentence because your entire post is not going to be seen in the newsfeed. It's just going to show the very first sentence or sentences of the post. And so you really need to capture that audience, capture their interest. And it's almost like your headline of a blog post. It's so important or it's your subject line in your email. So whatever effort you put into your entire post, uh, put even more effort into coming up with a really compelling hook or introductory sentence or sentences. And what I see a lot of people doing is they're asking a question or they're having some type of cliffhanger. You don't want it to sound too clickbaity, but I also see people using all caps. And at first, I, when I saw that, I thought it looked a little bit spammy, but then I see the amount of engagement people get when they use all caps for their first sentence in their post versus other posts that that same person may have posted without all caps, and the difference is staggering. When they use all caps, it gets even more engagement. So whatever you end up using as your hook, just make sure it's something compelling and it sort of pulls the reader in so that they click that little read more link and they continue reading your post. Next up, you wanna write for your audience, not for yourself. So going back to another quote by LinkedIn consultant Andy Foote, he says, quote, What's the secret to going viral on LinkedIn? If you look at the type of content that is preferred by LinkedIn editors, you'll detect some common traits. They include feel-good, work-relevant, career-related, helpful, valuable, sensible, professional advice, interspersed with heart-tugging, deeply personal or entertaining social-sharing content, which many people will recognize if you spend any time on Facebook. Again, that's a quote from Andy Foote, LinkedIn consultant at LinkedInsights.com. So of course, you want to write for your audience. You don't want to just get in there and start promoting your product or promoting your blog post or your book. Nobody cares. They want to hear how you're going to help them. What is the content going to do for them? Next up, we're going to roll right through these recommendations because I have quite a few to get through and I want to keep this podcast under 20 minutes. Uh, the next recommendation is to keep your sentences and paragraphs short and direct with plenty of space. Don't be afraid to use a one sentence paragraph or a two sentence paragraph. This works really, really well. There's even a term for it on LinkedIn called broetry, which I really don't like. And <laughs> I wouldn't really refer to it as that, but short sentences work because it's much more skimmable for people who are just flying through their newsfeed and they want to see something and read it real quickly. So keep those sentences and paragraphs short and direct with plenty of space. 
Next up, add visuals if they support your post. And the best visuals really are just images or maybe a slide deck or like an image slider, something like that. Image sliders do really well where it's like a carousel with a different uh, recommendation or tip on each slide. I've tried that and it's worked really well on some of my posts but visuals can certainly work as long as they support your post. Don't just put them in there as an afterthought. And the interesting thing though is from what I've tested and also from what I've read, video actually doesn't perform as well as images, which is a bit counterintuitive because when it comes to Facebook, video pretty much outperforms everything these days, but on LinkedIn, it still seems like it's lagging behind images. So I wouldn't recommend doing too much video content just yet on LinkedIn until you've really tested out images and posts that have documents like slides and that type of stuff and really got that figured out. Next, if you really wanna get that engagement going, you should try to end your post with a question for the reader because one of the most important things that the LinkedIn algorithm's gonna look for is engagement. And the most valuable type of engagement is when someone comments on your post. So of course, if you wanna get more comments, end with a question and sort of invite the reader to become part of that story. Next up, you should certainly use hashtags because this is gonna not only help the LinkedIn algorithm know exactly what your post is about, but people follow those hashtags and then they have a better chance of seeing the content. But I wouldn't overdo it. So you wanna use between one to three hashtags and I like to just put them at the very bottom of the post. Next, if you're going to link out to something, this is very important, you wanna put it in the first comment. You don't wanna put it in the actual post because this goes back to our discussion about native content. So if LinkedIn doesn't want you bringing people off platform, then don't put a link in your post because that's going to get flagged by the algorithm as non-native content. So instead, what a lot of folks are doing and what I've done and it seems to work really well is if you need to link out to something, just put it in the very first comment on your posts. You're basically commenting on your own post and that's where you would put that link. But a lot of times I'll write a post on LinkedIn that doesn't have any type of link whatsoever. Next, I want to reiterate how important it is to get comments and also to engage with those comments. So if you're asking a question at the end of your post to invite people to participate in this story and add their views and add their opinion, but then you're not around to respond to them, what good is that? So you wanna make sure that you reply to everyone who comments on your post. I know this isn't always possible, especially if your post goes viral, but if you can, try to reply to as many people as possible. And again, according to linkedinsights.com, this can get you up to 250% more views and engagement. Okay, we're almost wrapping up these recommendations. I just have two more quick ones to share with you. And this one is uh, sort of a gray area right now, but there are these things called LinkedIn pods or engagement pods. And if you haven't heard about them, it's sort of this little group or collective that you organize and then people sort of engage on each other's posts. Now, some people love LinkedIn pods, but for me personally, I am against them. I do not recommend you join a pod. And why is that? Well, they are a violation 
of LinkedIn's terms of service. It clearly says that you can't have any type of gaming of the algorithm going on. And frankly, let's let's be clear, these LinkedIn engagement pods have one purpose, and it's try to, to game the algorithm by getting more engagement, especially early on. So I would recommend you stay away, stay far, far away from anything that says LinkedIn engagement pod. And, and if someone invites you to one, for me personally, I would say no. Again, it's up to you, but I just wanted to make sure you're aware of this whole concept of LinkedIn engagement pods and the fact that they are uh, really not something that, that LinkedIn looks on favorably. Finally, the last tip is to be consistent, but I'll add something else to that. Don't be robotic, right? You want to post consistently, but you don't want to post at the same time every day. If you're posting at exactly 6 p.m. every day, the LinkedIn algorithm is going to pick up on that. It's going to look a little strange, but you want to be consistent. So what I try to do is I'll post maybe two or three times per week on a good week, and that's about it. Because you want to give each of your posts enough time and enough attention to really have it be something that's valuable that gets shared. Because if your post ends up trending in a certain hashtag category or it goes viral, it can keep on getting distribution and getting engagement for weeks. I've seen posts that have been continuing to get engagement for a very long time. So you don't want to sort of overwhelm your feed with more content. You want to focus on quality over quantity, but you should be consistent. So don't just post once and then uh, come back six months later to, to check in on things. Well, there you have it. I hope this has been helpful for you. And if so, I encourage you to sign up for my Growth Marketer newsletter. Every Thursday, I send out a short email with the best growth marketing news, tools, and insights of the week. This is the best way to learn what's happening, what's changing, and what tools to check out in the world of growth marketing, and it's absolutely free. You could sign up today by going to growthmarketer.co. That's growthmarketer.co. Thanks again for listening. Hit that subscribe button, and I'll be back next time. So until then, have a fantastic day. The Growth Marketer Podcast is a production of Earnworthy LLC. 